Hey, gang. Oh, yeah. It's another three hours, baby. David Essel in the box. It's another three hours of rock and roll and positive news here. Thank you so much for tuning in and joining us. Of course, David Essel alive every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific on XM Satellite Radio Channel 168. We are streaming worldwide at TalkDavid.com. Broadcasting live out of Studio E in Los Angeles, California. Welcome to our 12 million XM subscribers and to the millions more around the world via streaming internet radio. Isn't that just so cool? David Esselad, proud to be part of the Premier uh, Radio Network. 1-800-548-TALK, 1-800-548-8255, pure positive talk. That's all we do. It's all about solutions on the show. It's all about solutions. And we have an awesome show. I'm going to share that. Who's with us right now? Jen Reynolds is going to be with us, the founder of FibroTV.com. This is a woman who suffered from chronic pain her whole life, 22 pills a day at one time, taking 22 different pills a day. Uh, When she got her head together and started following a really healthy lifestyle, which she'll tell you about, she ended up getting off the medication, losing 80 pounds, and then she created FibroTV.com for people suffering from fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue, lupus, depression, and more. Jen's going to be here with them. With us, Adam Markell, CEO of PeakPotentials.com, one of the top financial trainers in the world. He's going to be with us once again, giving us thoughts and tips on how we can become financially sound, financially independent, and if you so choose... And this is Adam's specialty. You can become a millionaire. Absolutely, 100%. Also with us today, April O'Leary, author of the book Ride the Wave, a master life coach, and the creator of a very unique online support program for women called University of Moms, U of Moms. We'll be talking to April about that creation. Very creative people here with us today. Uh, Dr. Bill Tollefson, author of Separated from the Light. He's a therapist. He is also a master life coach. He will be with us talking about, you know, this really interesting thing. This, this marriage, uh, his specialty is, is um, um, working with people that have experienced deep trauma, PTSD. But he is, he's married the, the world of therapy and the world of life coaching in a very, very unique way. Uh, we'll look forward to having uh, Dr. Bill with us. And then George Norrie. Oh, my God. This is so great. Of course, he's the host of Coast to Coast AM, the, the very popular radio show heard in 564 cities across the United States of America. He deals with the paranormal, aliens time travel, and more. He's also the co-author of his third book, Talking to the Dead. We've got George coming up, which will absolutely rock. I was on George's show a number of months ago. We had a blast. I have so much respect for this guy. He's done amazing things. 33 years in radio, I believe the number is. Topic right now. Do we really have to forgive everyone? Should we forgive everyone for anything they've ever done to us, no matter what it is? In my work in the past 25 years, about, I think it's been, I've helped people to forgive for sexual abuse, emotional abuse, financial abuse, you name it, physical abuse. Oh, my God, so many different things I've helped people to forgive with. And on a Facebook posting we had last week about forgiveness, we had one of our followers that was posting that this person, he chooses to never forgive people that have hurt him in the past. He chooses to never forgive, and he was he went on and on quite quite uh, succinctly, explaining why he would never forgive. 
But, you know, when, when I look at the people that I've worked with, those individuals that I have worked with personally that have chosen not to forgive hold resentments that hold them back in life. They have resentments, and it might be against a parent, a former lover who cheated on them. It could be about a best friend who dated their partner, you know, whatever it might be, right? But those individuals that hold resentments, I find, aren't really happy in life. Now, I'm not saying it's easy to forgive people that have hurt us, deeply hurt us in the past. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm saying it's worth it. And I know this, just like Buddha said, that when we hold a resentment, it's like holding a hot coal in our hands to throw at someone else. We always get burned first. Think about that today. Think about it. No matter how hard it might be, no matter how bizarre it might sound as you're listening to me right now, David, you expect me to forgive him for this, to forgive her for that. What are you, insane? There are people who have forgiven transgressors in their lives that have damaged them much more deeply, I pray, than you and I would ever be damaged. They're free. They're creative. They're healthy. They're happy. All because of the power of forgiveness. You're tuned into David Essel Alive every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific, XM Satellite Radio Channel 168. Streaming worldwide at talkdavid.com. 1-800-548-TALK. I'm David Essel. Stay right there. Celebrating 21 years in talk radio. Welcome aboard. David Essel in the box with you. 1-800-548-TALK. 1-800-548-TALK. It is pure, positive talk radio. Hey, you can stay in touch with us in so many different ways. David Essel alive. Of course, call us. 1-800-548-TALK. Facebook, like us at David Essel Alive. Twitter, join me at David Essel. And you can also email us during the show at talk david.com you got all that <laughs> awesome jen reynolds is with us right now jen is an amazing come from behind success story in life at one point this young woman was on 22 pills a day 80 pounds overweight struggling with fibromyalgia lupus depression and more and she pulled herself out of it created this online incredible support program, FibroTV.com, and is here to talk about the success of hers and other people. Something like 16,000 people are, are, are part of her program and growing every day. Jen, welcome to the show, babe. Hello. How are you doing today, David? I am doing awesome. So what was your attitude like, Jen? Can you go back to the time... And I know a lot of our listeners who are struggling with any chronic pain and a lot of people on your FibroTV.com. What was your attitude like before you broke through on a daily basis? Well, I think there was a lot of um, just a lot of sadness with me because there were so many things I wanted to do and I couldn't do it. And it was just it was a disappointment for me every day. It was horrible. It was a disappointment. And, you know, I didn't know where to start. I didn't know anything about, you know, 
health and nutrition or the mind-body connection or any of that stuff when I when I was really, really sick. And I was very blessed that I, you know, I come to know that because it's, it's changed my life completely. But mm. when you're at that stage where you're just in bed every day and you're sick, it, it's, it's actually very depressing and mm-hmm. it, it causes a lot of anxiety. It causes a lot of anger. It causes... Yes. Uh, so um, you've got to get past that. It, it, it's not an easy thing to do. You're talking about forgiveness, and I love what you said about that, by the way. Resentment oh, and anger are so big, and it can cause physical pain in your body. Physical mm-hmm. pain. It can, turn, it can manifest into physical pain. So forgiveness is very, very important. And we talk about a lot about that on Fiber TV, about you know, forgiving people in your past, because uh, you can't move forward if you're angry mm-hmm. and resentful, you know? Was there was there any anger at God or and if you didn't believe in God or if you don't believe in God, was there anger at, at you know, the universe um, for putting you in the position, so to speak, that you were in? Oh, yeah. Why me? Why is this yes. happening to me? What, why do I deserve this? What did I do that was so wrong that I that I'm in pain every single day? Oh, definitely. Yes, there was there was a lot of anger towards God. In life general, I was just so angry that my life wasn't going the way I wanted it to go, and I was sick and tired, and yeah, it's a vicious cycle, and you got to get out of mm-hmm. that cycle. And and the first breakthrough, Jen, do you remember? Like, was it a book? Was it was it a show? Was it uh, you know, like what was the first breakthrough that you that you that you can remember going? Oh my God, there might be hope here. It's actually my best friend Robin. She um, bought the movie. It's called The Secret, and it's about the law mm-hmm. of attraction. And it teaches you that, you know, what you put out into the world, you get back. You know, like attracts like, negative, it attracts negative. So I started being more positive. And it kind of just led me to the Internet and learning more things about being positive. And then I started learning about the mind and how powerful the mind is. And, and it, it led me to nutrition. It led me to just doing positive things in all areas of my life. Because, you know, we're not just physical beings when we're sick. We also have to deal with the mind, and we have to deal with the physical body, and we have to deal with ourselves spiritually, because we're very, very spiritual beings, too, and we're very emotional beings, and we have to deal with all of it together, and the problem with Western medicine is they only deal with the physical body, and you can't do that. You can't just mm-hmm. deal with the physical body and not deal with the other stuff, because we're, we're whole beings. We're, we're not just physical beings. You've got to deal with it all. And something I remember in in uh, in talking to you too that's so common when you have this type of chronic pain, whether it's fibromyalgia, lupus, uh, chronic fatigue syndrome, uh, depression, everything that goes along with this, or it could even be extreme arthritis, is that you ended up gaining like eighty pounds, which has absolutely got to just be mortifying to the whole concept of self-image when you're already in pain, right? So you're already in pain, and then all of a sudden you wake up, and one day you go, oh, my Lord, what's going on with my body? Oh, yeah. I mean, going from 97 pounds to, you know, almost 200 pounds in less than a year, totally devastating. Totally Mm. took a blow to my, you know, my self-esteem, and it was from the medications because these medications that they put people on for fibromyalgia, most of them do cause a lot of weight gain. And, um, it's, 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 it is, it's devastating. And you're just doing what your doctors are telling you to do because you, you want to feel better that so you, you'll grasp at anything. And sure. a lot of times the medications aren't the answer. I mean, they cover up, they cover up the pain sometimes, but they don't get to the root cause or the underlying issue. 
of your pain. And it can be different for everyone because people that have fibromyalgia, um, it's triggered by different things for different people. For some, it could be a car accident, like a physical trauma. It could be post-traumatic stress disorder, you know, some kind of trauma that they've had in their life. It could be past abuse. It could be even food allergies, or it could be a virus. It's, it's different for every person, so you can't treat this condition with one thing, throw a pill at somebody and say, oh, this is going to take care of you because it doesn't take care of the underlying issue. And that's what you, you've got to face is the underlying issue, issue and take care of that. Jen, what was that underlying issue for you? Was there one thing like was, was there a resentment? Was there an abuse issue? Was there what was it for you when you look back at that one underlying issue that, that was really the cause of so many of these different problems? What was it? Well, for me, it was a couple things. Um, I had a bad case of mononucleosis, and it turned into Epstein-Barr virus. So I had a virus issue. That was what triggered it initially. But also, I think the reason why I didn't just get Epstein-Barr virus and it went away, I think it's because I'm a type of person, or I used to be, um, I work on this constantly, I really hold in my emotions, whether it be negative or positive. I just wasn't a person that really expressed myself very well. And so, like, when I was dealing with people, if I didn't like what they were saying to me or like what they were doing with me, I held it in. And I and I did hold, like, a resentment towards them because I didn't mm. tell them how I felt. Now, I'm very blessed. I had a wonderful childhood. I was never abused or anything like that. But, you know, I see a lot of people with fibromyalgia, they, they have been abused in their past. Not all of them, but a lot of them have been. And they do hold on to that. And they don't forgive. They don't let go. And that, it's so big to do that and you've got to express yourself you don't don't be a little kid in the corner you know <laughs> and, and right, be quiet right. and being rude to you you got to say something you got to speak up for yourself because holding on to emotions it manifests into pain so mm-hmm. it's, yeah i love it yeah I love. and what, what's what's the benefit and the purpose of fibrotv.com like if someone's listening right now and maybe maybe they they're going through depression anxiety fibro chronic fatigue um, or maybe they their mother is or their partner is or best friend is like what what should they expect the benefit of visiting your site fibrotv.com what would be the benefits well, our site is a lot different than the other fibromyalgia sites in that we're a very positive site and we try not to focus, you know, on talking about our symptoms and our medications or our pain. We try to focus on being positive and we also try to focus on health and wellness and we try to focus on healing the entire body and we try to focus that it's a process. It's not something that you're going to eat a few vegetables this week and you're going to feel better. Like that. <laughs> Wait a second. Wait. <laughs> yeah. Because people Wait a say second. that. They go, oh, they say that to me. They go, you're not, you never have fibromyalgia if you're eating good and you feel better. You never, I have fibromyalgia. I still have it. <laughs> it is a journey. It is a process right. that I work on daily. It's a daily process. It's not something that is going to go away. I know, so I Jen. You know why? That. You know, Jen, why I'm laughing so hard is because let me try to spit this out through my humor. Um, you know, I, I, I see this. It's still so rampant, uh, rampant in, in, in our society is that people want the quick fix so bad financially, spiritually, love, sexually, healing wise in every area of our existence. You know, we we want it now. We, we, we And what you said earlier. You know, if, if this pill, now if it means I have to go to a meditation class and if it means I have to go to learn how to express my, my feelings and my emotions with a coach, a minister, or a therapist, if it means I have to do something, I'm not interested. But if I could just eat this carrot 
and you promise me that tomorrow I'll feel better if I start eating vegetables, I'll do it. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. No, it never does, you know? And usually, usually, the larger the goal that you're trying to accomplish, the more of a benefit you're looking for, the more of a reward you're looking for, the more freaking effort you have to put out. Exactly. (laughs) But you know what? When you start feeling better and and you see the progress that you're having, it really isn't a chore to eat well anymore. It's not a right. chore to get up and exercise. It's actually, it's something that makes you feel good and you feel empowered. And it, it, it's awesome. I mean, every day I get up and I'm excited. I'm excited about life. And that's something that I didn't have before. And a- anybody can have this. It's, I'm, not, I'm not special or anything like that. Anybody can do this. And um, I wanted to talk about one other thing. A lot of people think that I'm completely against medication, and I'm not. I I believe that they have their proper place. But when you start getting on medications and you start taking more for the side effects and another one for that side effect, and if you stay on a medication and it's not helping you, it it makes no sense. If a medication's not helping you, don't just take it because your doctor tells you to take it. Do something else. If something doesn't work, you go to the next thing and find something that works. Don't get stuck. And the other thing, too, I think that, you know, we, we talked a lot about the, the, the emotional connection with all this chronic pain and all these, this disease state. Um, and then when we look at alternative healing, you know, the energy healings in however many different forms it comes in, acupuncture, massage therapy, Reiki, etc., unbelievably powerful as one component, but it's not the miracle, just one component of exactly. healing. Exactly. And, and a lot of people, they say, oh, I don't believe in that stuff or, you know, because of their religious background. I came from a very religious background. My, my whole family is Christian, and I was told that a lot of this stuff was a no-no and because it's, they just don't believe in that kind of stuff. And the thing is, is you've got to open your mind. You can't just be so focused on one thing that you believe in. You have to be an open-minded individual to get results for anything in life. You can't right be really, you know, you've got you to gotta open your mind. And you got to, you know, just just learn, learn new things. And, I, you know, I've been talking a lot about on, on my profile about I'm learning new, all different kinds of religions, and I am loving it. I love mm. learning about different cultures and religions and why people do things. And, you know, the reason why people don't like certain religions is a, it's a fear because it's not sure. something they know about. It's, it's, it's actually ignorance of the religion. Mm. So... It's just so important. I'll get back to the physical part. You've, you've got to be open with your with your healing process. It's it's not going to be just one thing. You you really got to open your mind and do what's best for you. You know. Right on, ladies and gentlemen. If you want more information, visit fibrotv.com. Any type of chronic pain whatsoever, fibrotv.com. Jen has dedicated her life to get the message out there. She's seen her recovery continue to progress. You can tell her attitude rocks. Fibrotv.com. Jen, love talking to you, honey. Thank you. You have a wonderful day. Thank you. You're welcome. You too, babe. FibroTV.com, our toll-free number, 1-800-548-TALK. Listen, if you're interested in achieving your biggest goals in life, we have a brand-new program out, the Master Mentor Program, where I work with you twice a week for 12 straight months, two times a week, one-on-one with you for 12 straight months. Visit TalkDavid.com. Send me an email via TalkDavid.com, and I'll get you more information on our Master Mentor Program. I'm David Essel. Stay right there.
Pure Positive Talk Radio, gang. Every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific, three hours of powerful talk. We are so happy that you've chosen to share some of your day with us here. If you want to talk to me one-on-one, the toll-free number is 1-800-548-8255. You have a thought, you have a question about life. Are you up against the wall? Are you up against the wall of time? Have you tried really hard to get clean and sober, alcohol, smoking, food, spending, whatever it might be, and it just isn't working? We talked earlier about forgiveness. Have you, are, you, are you at a place where you go, God, I'd love to learn how to forgive this person. I have to work with them. I have to live with them. I have to something, and I just don't know how to do it. Call us, 800-548-TALK. Are you battling weight, and you're saying, how the heck do you get this off? What about your job? Are you in a career you don't like and you want to switch, but you don't know what to do or where to go? 1-800-548-8255. Any and all questions we look at and accept every Saturday, we turn these around and give you thoughts and ideas on how to step forward in life, make a plan, become more successful. Maybe it's about your finances. Whatever it is, we are here to help you accomplish the most important goals in your life. Welcome aboard to the 12 million XM subscribers as we rock in life. Don't forget also, you can contact us via the phone number, 800-548-8255. You can email us at talkdavid.com. You can like us on Facebook, just like our Facebook page. That's David Essel Alive on Facebook. Twitter, David Essel. All kinds of ways to stay in tune, in touch, and get information and inspiration seven days a week. That's what we do in all these different areas. Okay, here we go, ladies and gentlemen, the world of dating. A survey from the uh, dating service, It's Just Lunch, asked the question, if you're a woman, would you date a man who makes less money than you? Think about that. If you're a woman, if you're single right now, would you date a man who makes less money than you? Does it matter? Is it important? If you're married right now, if you could think back to the days of being single, was that important? Is it really important that a man, when he's dating a woman or a woman is dating a man, that the man make more money? Is that a crucial component of the dating world? 1-800-548-TALK. 1-800-548-8255. Is that a crucial component in the, in the world of dating, do you think? Women today. Is that something where you would say, I would never date a guy, or the odds are I wouldn't date a guy who made less money than me? Or, you know what, it just doesn't make sense. Or, I would never. Well, you know what, if you had a really good personality, and if you had a rocking body, maybe. <laughs> right? But would you, what do you think you would do? I'll tell you what the survey says in a minute, but what do you think the answer is? Do you think that women are open-minded? And do you think that they're looking for a guy for something other than money? Or do you think that money is really a, a key component? Do you think money should be the one of the, the dictating keys to whether we would date someone or not? 1-800-548-8255. What do you think here? It's just lunch. The dating service did a survey of about a thousand women. Uh, and then another survey was put out to men. And uh, this may or may not shock you. I will tell you it shocked the heck out of me. 
according to this survey from the dating service it's just lunch, 80% of women will not date a guy who makes less money than them. Isn't that incredible? I was shocked. I was absolutely shocked. Would you agree with that? If you're a single woman, do you agree with this survey? Are you one of the 80% who would say, I would not date a guy who made less money than me? Talk about superficial. Isn't that an unbelievable, superficial way to approach love? Like I said, I was absolutely shocked. Have we moved backwards in society to such a degree that money has become that important as it relates to love and dating? If you're a married woman, can you see this as being true, or do you think that this was just a skewed response by some women that are looking to be taken care of financially, perchance, and they're on a dating service and they're hoping that they find someone so they don't have to work? Could that have been what skewed this response? 80% of women would not date a guy who makes less money than them. And guys, what do you think about this? Is this true? Do you find this in your experience that that women are really out to find men that make more money so that they can get the perks of money. But listen to this, 80%, I am shocked. I am actually appalled. I really am appalled. Because what do you hear? And I'll tell you what I hear as, as, a, as a master life coach. In my coaching, when I'm doing seminars, lectures, or one-on-one work, I'm hearing women all the time say, you know what? I want a guy who's honest, and I want a guy who communicates, and I want a guy, and they go on and on and on with all these wonderful characteristics, right, which is what you think love is all about. But then this service or this survey from a dating service says the exact opposite, that when you get to the bottom line, women want to date men with more money than them. Is that healthy? Is that crazy? Are you surprised like I'm surprised? Am I living in the cages, in the, in the dark caves of uh, of reality? 1-800-548-8255. 1-800-548-8255. I thought that love and the world of dating was a little deeper than this. I thought the, that, that when we look for a partner, it would be a little bit deeper than money. I really did. I thought that in the year 2012 that educated women would look at something like a survey and something like this and say, you know what, it's more important that the person had blah, 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 blah. But what they put at the top was money. 80% of the women who responded to the survey said, I will not date a guy who makes less money than I do. And I have to share with you, I, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. This is not a good sign, gang. You know, uh, don't you agree with me? Don't you agree this is not a healthy sign in society? This is not a healthy sign in regards to relationships. This is not a healthy sign in many, many, many ways. When we get to the point where we are saying, I would not date, 80% of women to the survey are saying, I would not date a guy that made less money than me, we are then all of a sudden putting the love of money ahead of Love. That's what that says. 
if we want to be blatantly upfront, honest with this type of work, as I am, we have to say this is a really bad sign. Don't you agree? Don't you agree this is a really bad sign for society when women are willing to be this brutally, I'll say honest, and go, "Uh uh-uh, let me see your paycheck. If it's less than me, it ain't happening. 80%. 1-800-548-8255. 1-800-548-8255. I'm not sure what could come next that would shock me more than this. I don't think there's probably anything that would shock me more than this. And you want to hear something outrageous? The opposite of that. The Almost the exact opposite number came from men. 70% of men do not care if a woman makes less money in order to date them. 70% of men do not care if a woman makes less money in order to date them. But 80% of women said, I will not date a guy who makes less money than me. Wow. Materialism at its finest. So much for all the work being done by all the incredible authors in the world about the true meaning of love, about finding a healthy partner. According to this survey, women have dropped back into a more superficial mode. Women have dropped back in time to a much more superficial mode in looking for men that make more money than they do. I'm shocked. (laughs) And I have to tell you, it blows my mind because All of the work, and and the only thing I can be guessing is that the women that are attending my lectures, my seminars, online stuff, and in person, what are they, lying? (laughs) Are they lying? Are they giving me the the answer that that we want to hear as professionals, that there's more depth to them than this? Right after these messages, we'll continue. 1-800-548-8255. 1-800-548-8255. I'm going to give you some responses that we're getting in already to this. And the responses are going to be shocking to you potentially as well. Give us a call. 1-800-548-8255. David Essel in the box every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. Stay right there. Celebrating 21 years in talk radio. Welcome aboard, gang. David Essel in the box, 1-800-548-8255. Talking about this topic, uh, a survey about men, women, and dating. And uh, the response to a dating service survey, uh, 80% of women said they would not date a guy who makes less money than them. Let's go to Nevada. Jim, what's your thoughts about this? Well, hey, David, first of all, I just want you to know I really love your program every Saturday. Thank you so so very much. It's really refreshing. Good. I'm glad to hear that, Jim. You're welcome. My thoughts on this, maybe those women, maybe they're just looking for someone that's as successful as they are. I don't know that they're looking for uh, money, but they want to to marry somebody that's on their level, not somebody that they have to drag along with them. That's, That's my take on it. 
Yeah, that you know what? That could be very well true. Jim, let me share. I just I got an email in from a couple different women. Uh, interesting their take on it. Nayla said, I was like this for years, only looking for money and a man, uh, and found out that it did not work at all for me. Uh, Lisa says, uh, David, uh, this survey is dead on. My single girlfriends want to be taken care of. Uh, yes, we are going backwards in regards to what love is all about. And I guess, Jim, that's the question. Like, I wonder, and, and, and your point is well taken. Like, maybe they want to try to find someone at their level financially. But I wonder if that's the predominant look, if that's the predominant issue here, as it said it was in the survey, that couldn't there be characteristics of men that are rock-solid, awesome human beings, salt of the earth, that would be phenomenal partners, that 80% of the women that responded to the survey might miss out on by categorizing so much emphasis on money. I, yeah, I agree with you there, too. I, I don't think money should be the, the thing. It should be uh, what kind of relationship and what you have in common and what can you do together. Right. Right. Now, the other part of the survey, Jim, and I want to get your opinion on this, it said that 70% of men said it doesn't matter if a woman makes less money than them at all. Do you feel that same way? Yeah, I, of course I do. I'd rather take care of a woman than have her take care of me. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, Jim, what about a woman that would make equal money to you or more money to you? Would you be comfortable than that? Sure, I would. I would. I would do everything I could to try and, and equal hers. But my luck on life is, is I would like. I think the man should take care of the woman, and the woman should. I mean, she needs to do what what is best for her. You know, but right. It seems like to me, it's, I I was raised that a man should take care of the woman. So that's mm-hmm. that's my take on it. Got it. Got it. Jim, hey, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to give us a call, man. Well, thanks. Thanks, David. Have a good day. Have a good weekend. Okay. Yes, you too. You too. 1-800-548-8255. 1-800-548-8255. Is this something, when I look at the emails coming in now from women, I'm, so far, 100% of them are saying that this is whacked out thinking. That, that it's true, but they're saying it's true. They're saying it's true. They're saying that their friends or themselves, as they, as they respond to us here today, believe that the survey is dead on, that women do not want to date someone who makes less money than them. And I can understand what Jim just said from Nevada, that there is, there are, uh, there, that there's a principle here at play where a woman may not want to take care of a guy financially. Totally can understand that. But then I got to say, man, if we're looking at only one thing, it's like if a, it, let, let's, let's turn the tables and say if a guy only dates blondes, as an example, that would be as short-sighted to me as a woman only dating men that made equal or more money than her, to her. You know what I'm saying? It's like, whoa, that's another highly superficial response to the world of dating and i think in my humble opinion it moves us so far off the base of what a loving relationship should be created upon do you agree with me do you disagree with me don't you think that just like the example i gave you 1-800-548-8255 
Just like the example I gave you, if a guy is only willing to date blondes, isn't that an insane way to go? Isn't that absolute insanity? Or a woman saying, I'm only going to date men that make equal or more money than me. In this case, it was they want to have men make more money than them. But I I find them both equally insane because I think we're missing the whole point of connection. It's like those soulmate, those ridiculous soulmate books that say, write out what you're looking for in a man or a woman. You know, how tall they are, what size their biceps are, what size their breasts are, how much money. And like all that soulmate crap, right? You can tell what my opinion on soulmates is. All that stuff that says, you know, and I have a great story in a new book that we're writing, The Power of Focus. We're just finishing up my brand new book, The Power of Focus, and I have a great, great story in there that I'll share with you about this very topic with soulmates because it drives me nuts. Let's go from Nevada to North Carolina. Charles, you're on with David Essel. Hey, how's it going? Hey, Charles, good. What's your opinion here, man? So um, if I was a woman, all things being equal, knowing that at some point I probably won't be working if I was going to have kids and I would want to, that I would like to have somebody that had uh, the capability of earning uh, money. So if there's a lot of fish out in the sea, why not find one that has that capability? Because it is important. There are a lot of dual-income families nowadays, and if you're planning on eliminating one of the, uh, the incomes at some point or being able to have that flexibility, it'd be nice. So um, an indicator of somebody's ability to generate income in the future, you know, past uh, results to indicate uh, future, you know, success. Yeah, and, and you uh, know what, Charles? You, you said something really important. You used the word capability. Because, you know, in, in our, and, and I work with people, tons of people, every week in my, in my, as, my, as a master life coach, and I see a lot of men and women that are underperforming financially right now due to a lot of different reasons that in the past were very successful. And Absolutely. and what you said, you know, what you said is 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 a crucial key word here. I think if someone has the capability of increasing their income, let's say they're making less than a woman right now, but the woman sees that well, okay, they're making less than me now, but wow, they have a track record of being financially sound. They're going through a tough time with their business or their company or whatever. I could see them being a little bit more open-minded, but in this survey it said absolutely not. If a guy's making less than me, I don't want to have anything to do with him. Well, I, I will tell you that um, the wife that I'm, I'm married to, um, I picked her up in a purple beat-up car, and it would and I probably made less than her at that time. Um, and over the years I've grown. Um, I own two companies now. Um, we are financially liquid, um, able to do whatever we want. So you're right about that in that. Um, you, you know, but I guess you you should at least go on one date and evaluate it to see if the potential's there. But to say that yeah. money is not important is absolutely wrong. Oh, I agree with you. I, I'm not. I would never say money is not important. Money is crucially important in life. One hundred percent. I agree with you on that, Charles. I just think that there are other components that have to be seriously considered. Um, you know, like, like what's the potential of work ethic and, you know, if someone is not making as much right now, but they are extremely motivated, inspirational, they could bring to the table some characteristics that are mind-blowingly awesome as a partner. Yeah. Well, so, right? uh, when, when we hire people for a company, we talk about reducing risk, and you could have certain uh, characteristics that you want in a person when you're hiring them. You, you just say right off the bat, if this person doesn't have this, then they're not uh, qualified to have a job, and you are, there are chances that you're going to miss some really good people, but the fact is that as you start uh, 
abiding by those qualifications, you increase your chance that you're going to find the right person. And so, Charles, perfect. That. That, that, that's an awesome point. We have to run, but thank you for the call. 1-800-548-8255. David Essel in the box with you every Saturday. So glad to have you with us. Appreciate the fact that you can contact us in a multitude of ways. Talkdavid.com. Send us an email. Much more coming. I am David Essel. Stay right there.